Have you ever had a situation happen in your life that you weren't expecting, good or bad, and said to yourself or out loud, oh my gosh, I just fill in the blank, now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had quite a few actually, and in the moment, I never knew what I was gonna do next. Of course, I had to figure it out, sometimes the hard way, but I did figure it out. So join me and some amazing guests this season as we all share our own, I just blank, now what stories, so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question, now what? Hey friends, are you having a I just feel sluggish now what moment? Me too. And when I'm feeling a little low and need to pick me up, I turn to the Arbon 30 Days to Healthy Living program to help me reset. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. The 30 Days to Healthy Living acts as a reset in establishing healthy habits so you can get more energy and feel fit with clean vegan nutrition. Arbonne's mission is to empower people to flourish with sustainable, healthy living. So the 30 Days to Healthy Living set and program are specifically designed to do just that. It helps you identify foods that might not be serving your body well, while you focus on adding nutrient-dense, plant-based whole foods into your daily routine, creating sustainable habits for a healthy lifestyle that lasts. So if you want to get started on your path to healthy living with our number one nutrition set featuring nine plant-powered products that make healthy living easy, head over to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and click on the healthy living tab and check out the program. Join me each month as I help dozens of people feel fit and their best with this amazing program. It's definitely not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And if you want to live well and feel fit, join us on the next 30 Days to Healthy Living. So head over to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com, check out that Healthy Living tab, and let's help you go from feeling sluggish to feeling great. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the show. Jessica Stevens here, your host of I Just Blank Now What? Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me for another amazing Now What Wednesday story. I cannot believe we are already here wrapping up the end of season three. This is going to be my last solo show for the season. We have a few more guests coming up, and then we have a special year-end, year season-end wrap-up with a special guest of mine. So I'm so excited for that. So yeah, it's been quite the season. (laughs) At the same time, dually, it's been so fast. Like I cannot believe we're here in episode, you know, 72 and how quickly the season has gone and the time has passed. But on the other side, for me personally, It has been a really long season from July through till now, end of November. It's been a really long five months and there's been a lot that's happened, but at the same time, there has been so many things in my life professionally and personally and that have just stalled. And I am just so tired of waiting for things to be finished, to get started, to be different. I don't know about all of you, but uh, do you just have the sense of you're just tired of waiting 
for something to change or something to happen or something to just be different. I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in this one. And if you've been following me on social media for the last five months, you'll know that there's been a few things going on in my personal life that completely line up with this exhaustion of just being patient. So my backyard project is definitely one of them. If you guys have been following along, I started a backyard project in the summertime hired the contractors, did all the things, waited for the permits to come in, they arrived, and here we are, end of November, it's already past the first snowfall, and my backyard is still not finished. And so I am just so tired of waiting for people to do work that they said that they're gonna do. I'm tired of waiting for my beautiful backyard to be finished so I can use it. Like, the whole season, you know, came and went and gone. And as you all know, summer is a very short season here in Canada. And I was really looking forward to, you know, decorating my backyard and putting in all the furniture and having social events out there. And none of it happened. And I was just like, ah, and it there's, and the frustration is, is sometimes the waiting is because things are not in your own control. You're waiting on other people, other stuff to happen, you know, supply chain issues or this or that or workers. And and this has been kind of the theme for this season. So I'm really, um, that's why I decided that I, this is the episode that I wanted to share with you guys today is I'm just so tired of waiting. Now what? Like, what do you do when you're at your wit's end of waiting? <laughs> And you just don't have any more weight in left in you. So this is going to be today's topic. Can't wait to dig in and share my thoughts on this with all of you. As you can imagine, I've been kind of processing this over the last little while and writing down my thoughts and, you know, thinking back to past times in my life where I really needed to pack my patience and, you know, dig in and, and find that, you know, that extra reservoir of patience because things were just taking so long and drawn out. And so I have some, I have some tips. (laughs) I have a few things and suggestions that I've personally gone through in different waiting scenarios, because as you know, waiting is, is, is something that stretches across many areas of our life in different situations. And sometimes things are within our control that we're waiting to do and sometimes things are not. So what do you do in those different situations when you feel your hands are tied, there's nothing you can do personally, or you're waiting on other people, or you're waiting on something externally to happen, but then there's also those situations when you're you personally, you're waiting for you to be ready, or you're waiting for the time to be right, and all that other stuff. So that's what we're gonna unpack today in today's episode, and hopefully you get a few nuggets out of this one. I know it's the thing that's kind of helped me over the last little while as I've been struggling with being my most patient self. So I'm just so tired of of waiting. Now what? Let's get to it. So I'm sure all of you have heard the phrase, you know, patience is a virtue. And what, what does that actually mean? What do people mean when they say patience is a virtue? So Patience is a virtue of the official definition that I was able to find online was the ability to wait for something without getting angry or upset, 
is a valuable quality in a person. Note that patience is the ability to wait calmly, the capacity to accept delay without getting angry, and virtue is a quality or trait that most people consider to be morally good or desirable in a person. And so they always say that you know patience is a virtue. It's a good thing to have to have patience. And absolutely, I totally agree with this. That patience is a key thing to be able to exercise, especially in key situations. Like you know when we're out there in the world and there's long lineups and and not getting angry and upset with the cashiers or the people who are trying to serve us all, you know, in a timely fashion. Definitely patience is a time when we need to, you know, practice that. And other situations where we just know that there's, things aren't just going to happen in a snap, right? Like, you know, things take time. Things, you know, there's a process that needs to get followed oftentimes. But what happens when you're at a point when your patience is completely exhausted and we're now running into overtime here? Like, it is beyond what is considered an appropriate amount of time of waiting. So, and this is when things are kind of outside of your control, outside of your hands, and you're waiting on, you know, another organization or another person to, to do something. So... The example that I have from my past of when I was just exhausted of waiting was when we were working on the Hubs' residency to move to Canada. So if anyone has heard our previous stories, you know that it was a very, very long time to get him here. It took us almost almost two years to get him into the country after we got married and applied and filed. and. You know, we I would just go to the go to the website and hit you know type in our case number, and the only thing that would show up on that that screen was like processing, and that was the only tidbit of information that was given to me. It was like it's processing, and it just got to the point of just utter frustration because we had no information, we had no understanding of where exactly we were in the process of processing or how much longer it was going to take and at that point our being patient was necessary but at the same time if you just sit back in the pocket and just continually wait in faith that it's all just gonna happen and people are they're doing their job and and the machine is working behind the scenes that can really drive you crazy and sometimes it's not even in your best interest sometimes that level of patience is actually not helpful for you there are times when you know we need to actually question like why are we waiting this long what is happening are people doing actually the things that they're supposed to say they're doing or supposed to be doing you know where are we and i think it's because there's lack of communication in those situations where, yeah, you have every right to kind of raise a stink and start poking holes and getting other people involved. And that is what we had to do, was we had to start seeking out answers just as a way to feel as though we were somewhat involved and in control of the process and we started asking questions and finding out who knows somebody who works inside of that that consulate 
that can give us some sort of insight as to where we are. I started writing to my member of parliament and sharing my case and questioning and asking what was taking so long and asking people to look into things for me. So there's this thing that I phrased as, you know, instead of patiently waiting for something to happen, I was actively waiting. I was engaged and involved in the process of doing what I could do to help move the needle forward, doing something so that I felt in control a little bit of a situation that was clearly out of my control. So I started asking questions. I started reaching out to people. I started, you know, getting, you know, answers or at least investigating and trying to find some answers. And it, it, get, it gave me purpose. It gave me something to do while I was waiting for this thing to, ha- to happen and this status on this website to flick from, you know, processing to, you know, complete or whatever the thing is. And so this exercise of actively waiting is one that I found really, really helpful. It's while you're waiting for something to, to happen or to be done, what are you doing in the meantime? How are you filling your time? So you're not just literally just sitting there in limbo doing nothing. You're active and engaged. And the action could be part of the process, right? As I said, like I started, you know, calling MPs and and investigating and questioning and whatever just to, to do that actively within the situation. But actively waiting was also something that I did outside of that specific immigration situation of like, I am moving forward with other things. I, you know, I guess, quote unquote, was distracting myself with other actions that I was doing, things that I was preparing for while waiting for the hubs to move to Canada. So it was like getting things ready so that when he arrived, you know, this was in place or that was in place or that was done. So I was doing my part to participate in his immigration move and getting things all sorted. So that's one thing that I know really helped me was not just sitting there like a lump on the log, was just like doing something, being involved in some capacity in my own way outside of the process, but also inside of the process, wherever I could, that was possible. And that really was very, very, really, really helpful because you just, you don't want to feel useless, right? I think that's the part of, you know, waiting and your patience being exhausted is like, you feel like things are out of your control and you are useless in, in making your own future come together, right? Like it's in the hands of someone else and they're going to decide what your, your future fate is. And that is such a disempowering feeling. And so I wanted to feel more empowered in the situation. And so I actively got involved and engaged in areas that made me feel better. Even if it truly didn't actually help move the needle, at least my mental state was no longer just like, oh, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. Like, no, I was actively doing something. And coincidentally, as soon as we started, you know, poking questions and asking and sending letters and finding out if there was an inside person that we could talk to and all that stuff, you know what happened? 
is that the Hubs' paperwork finally got processed. And part of me really wants to say is that's the result of me actually doing something. Me actually poking the bear and getting involved. I know that my initial conversations with my MP actually didn't necessarily go anywhere because we were such early stages. But just because I started putting that energy behind the investigation and doing something and asking questions, I feel like the energy like blessed me with like, okay, girl, <laughs> here we go. You're no longer sitting on your hands. You're, 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 making, you're making this happen through sheer will. We're going to give you the result that you want. And, his, and, and the letter came through. The acceptance came through. And it finally all wrapped up, you know, two years later. So that was a, definitely a time of my life where I had to pack my patience. And, you know, it was that fine line of just, like, sheer faith. It was all going to happen and in, his, and, in, and in the time that it was meant to happen, but also pushing forward to make sure that it was not just sitting on somebody's desk that, and no one was looking at it. You know, follow-up is a really important thing when you're waiting. And following up a lot is actually normally necessary. And that's where the patient part is, is key, is following up with patients. It's like you, you appreciate and accept that, you know, some, some people's timelines are not aligned to yours, or you know, certain priorities are different, or things that just take longer than you think. But following up and asking the questions and getting engaged and getting involved is going to be very, very helpful. You may not always like the answers you get back, but sometimes those follow-ups and those pokes and those inquiries are gonna actually help move the needle forward and get you a little bit closer because someone's gonna actually look at your file or look at your thing or see like, oh, is there an unnecessary delay going on here? Or, you know, is, are we just literally waiting on somebody to do something and it's actually, they just forgot about it or it was out of sight, out of mind. And they're like, oh yes, here, all done. Voila. Right? So following up is like such a huge part of the waiting game and being able to continuously follow up over and over and over again until you get the results that you need or somebody says no or yes or whatever that response answer is that you're looking for. So the fortune is in the follow-up. They say that all the time, not only in business, but in life. You got to follow up with people because sometimes, you know, it's simply they've forgotten <laughs> and or out of sight, out of mind or something just, you know, slipped through the crack and just bringing attention to whatever it is over again will help you move that thing forward. So that is definitely a nugget and a lesson that is so helpful is actively waiting and following up, right? And that follow-up is the thing that you can confidently use to help you move forward to in other situations where you're waiting for other people to do something that they say they're gonna do or action and they just aren't. And if you just constantly, you know, hey, just checking in and following up, you said you were gonna do this thing, you know, are we close to doing that thing? Or, you know, where are we in the process? Or, you know, how are you feeling about that now? Maybe, you know, someone, I have so many guests who I've reached out to to come on the podcast, I know, over the, the last, you know, three seasons. And they're like, oh my goodness, yes, absolutely. I would love to come on and share a story. And I send them the information and I'm like, fill this out. Get me, get me your story title. Get me this. 
And, you know, here we are at the end of season three, and these amazing, wonderful people still haven't, you know, signed up to be a guest on the show. And some of it is the timing isn't right for them, things aren't aligned, but other things that are, like I, you know, my show is just not a priority for them at the moment, and I gotta be okay with that. And how I overcome that waiting game is I don't wait for them. Don't wait. Don't stall your own life or your own things and wait for other people. So that's my second one is when you're when you want something get to get done but and it involves other people and you're waiting for them to do their part their the first next step on their side so something else can you know happen from that. My best advice is to not wait. Be patient with them. Yes, absolutely. You know, I guess love them where where they're at is a saying that we use a lot in in coaching as or and in business that I'm in is, you know, appreciate that everybody else, everyone's got their own timeline that they're working with and it may not align with yours and that's totally okay. It, it might line up soon, but instead of just sitting and waiting for that one person to do that one thing that they said they're going to do, go out and find other people. I am constantly having amazing conversations with other people and, and inviting other people to come on the show and be, be guests and that's the thing that actually allows me to be patient with those other people in my life who aren't ready to move yet, who aren't ready to do the thing that they said they wanted to do, who aren't ready to, you know, order that, that, that nutrition package from me or aren't ready to, you know, start their business and, and sign up and get going. How I get over being frustrated in waiting for other people to do the thing that they say they want to do but haven't done it is I just go out and talk to other people. I go out and meet other people and I engage with other people and so I'm so engaged and focused with others that it doesn't bother me anymore if there's a very, very long delay in somebody else's timeline. I'm just not going to stall my life or my progress or my project or the things that I want to do because other people aren't engaged in the capacity in which they said they wanted to be. And that's totally okay. I, I accept them for where they are and I move on. I've had a couple of amazing topics that I wanted to share on, on the show and I've had some people in my life who are like, yes, I'm going to totally come on and I'm going to talk about that thing. That is something that I'm super passionate about and I want to talk about it. And still to this day, they haven't shown up yet. And that's, that's okay. That's fine. They're not ready. But I'm not going to, you know, sacrifice getting some really important information and an inspiring story about a certain topic out there to people, all of you, because this one person is just hasn't gotten to it. So I'm moving forward. I'm finding other people. I'm having conversations. I remember when I was quoting my backyard, we were, you know, sent out a whole bunch of requests for people to send us information about them and give us a quote and and all this stuff. And there were companies who like, oh, yes, absolutely. We'll send that through. And I'm still waiting for that, you know, quote for my backyard project from those other businesses. And, and that's just life, right? So instead of just constantly waiting for this one person to do this one thing, 
go out and see is like there is there someone else who can do this with me is there someone else who wants to do this with me is there someone else who can do this for me you know and if they're hungry and they want it they're they're gonna act on it and those who aren't interested aren't and that's totally okay and I think that's that's a good lesson for helping you release that frustration of like, I'm waiting for this person to do this thing. Why haven't they gotten back to me or why aren't they not doing it? Move on, friend. Move on to somebody else who actually wants to do the thing that you also want to do. In like in the personal space, have you ever reached out to a friend about, you know, getting together or going to dinner or, you know, organizing, a, you know, a day? And they're like, yeah, 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 let me get back to you. Let me, you know, find some dates and get back to you. And like, it's like weeks and weeks go by and you're like, hey, follow it up. Are we still doing that thing? And you're like, oh my goodness, yes, yes, of course. And you give people a chance. Like, as I said before, people, sometimes people just forget and it was a, an honest mistake. And as soon as you kind of bring their your their attention back to it, they get back to you and, it, and things start like moving along. But I'm talking about the people who you're, you are following up with consistently, and yet there's still no action. There's still nothing. They still haven't done it. It's been like three or four or five follow-ups. You're like, okay, clearly. That's what I'm saying. Like, just move on. Just just go and find somebody else to go and, and have fun with. Do that thing. Have that activity. Because there are people out there, trust me, who want to do the thing that you want to do and are happy to, to get moving and get, get that ball rolling and get going. So that's another scenario is like, don't wait for people. Be patient with people, absolutely, but don't wait for them. They, they will move when they're ready to move and, the, and there's really nothing you can do about that. There's maybe a few tiny little things that you can like nudge them in, in, in the direction and in and, and those follow-ups and sometimes that does work, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you, they're just, they're not ready or they're just not interested. So move on, friends. <laughs> that is my other nugget of, of how to get over this feeling of just tired of waiting. Don't wait. Move. Move on to the next, 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 and you will feel so much better. You will feel so much relief, and that level of frustration you have will just disappear and be gone because you will no longer hold resentment towards the person for making you wait forever and ever for this thing that was actually never going to happen. So that is my next piece. Um, another one is you. Are you waiting for you? Are you waiting for the timing to be just right? Well, here's my advice for if you're tired of waiting for yourself to feel ready or to do the thing. They say the timing is never going to be perfect. And that's true. Something is always going to pop up, pop off, happen, go sideways that is going to create imperfect timing for so many of the things in your life that you want to do. And so don't wait. Do it imperfectly. Do it, you know, start with what you have. Like if you're waiting for all of these pieces to come together so that you can move forward with whatever it is, you know, scenario in your life, my, my, my recommendation is don't wait for all the pieces. Start with what you have. Start with the skills that you have. Start with whatever resources are available to you in that moment. Start there. 
the others will start falling into place as you actually action and move forward and get that thing going. You know, some, some processes need to have one domino knocked over before it can hit the rest. It's not a situation where everything can, has to kind of lock into place to, you know, be, be the thing. Sometimes it's a progression. It's like this action is dependent on something else being done first. So get that first thing done. Start where you are, you're at. Start imperfect. Start messy, you know. You might have to do it three or four times until you are able to do something in a way that kind of triggers the next step. That's okay. That's a learning process. So friends, don't wait. Don't wait for yourself, right? You got to take yourself to the table and get it done. Don't wait. Don't wait for you to be like, oh, I feel motivated today or I feel I feel ready None of us are ever ready to actually do the big things, the big steps, the big moves. And so the best way to not to be untired of waiting is to not wait, is to action. Mel Robbins, five, four, three, two, one, and go. And if you're unsure of how to do something, well, that's when you're, you know, everything is figureoutable, you know, muscle needs to kick in and you need to investigate and ask questions and just start kind of pulling at that thread and and going for it so yeah so those are the those are the spaces and areas in life in which waiting is actually not helpful for you and the other area is your health (laughs) right this is the final area in life in which often there's a lot of waiting involved and i i want to urge you encourage you to to not wait so i want all of you to know that you must you must you must you must be your own voice for your own health and you must be your own champion for things that you know that you need as it relates to your health you must advocate for yourself especially in a in a situation where there are long waits and long drawn out things but this is your health. And so here's, here's the example and here's the story that I want to talk about. And this is, a, this is a simple story, so it's not life-threatening by any stretch of the imagination, but it's just a perfect example of how you got to advocate for yourself as it relates to your health. You know, many of you might have been hearing some things in, in my social media as I was talking about my allergies, and I, I have many food allergies. And I went to a new doctor and he's like, oh, it's been a really long time since you've been tested. So let's just go get you tested and, and see if these, these food allergies are still something that we need to be concerned about or something that you need to pay attention to. And so great, I got the referral. The allergist appointment was set. I had the phone interview with, the, with them and then we set up the interview for, or the appointment so that I could go into the office and physically have this allergy test, which is like a skin test. And that's where they prick you with all sorts of allergens and they see how your skin re- reacts. And then I went and I had a blood test to you know back that up. And then I had the phone appointment with the doctor again and she told me the results of all of these things. And she's like, okay, so next step for you is, you know, we're going to do a food challenge. We're going to, you know, have you come into the office and um, we're going to have you eat, 
eat the shrimp, <laughs> right? So my my food allergy is shellfish, and so we're gonna have you eat the shrimp here in the office in a controlled environment and see how your body reacts because your blood testing came back negative and your skin test was negative. So we're actually gonna challenge these now and see if this is legit and if maybe you've outgrown your shellfish allergy. And I'm like, great. And she's like, we'll get back to you. We just need to coordinate how to do these, you know, food challenges now that we're, you know, in the time of COVID and being in the office and all that stuff. And I'm like, great, awesome. And let me tell you, my friends, it has been months and months and months. I think it's actually been close to a year now that I still have not heard back from this doctor about my food challenge, my test. And yeah, part of that was being patient, knowing that there was things that were out of my control that they had to figure out. But now it's up to me, too, to call back to that doctor's office and been like, hey, What's going on, friends? I'm still waiting for this test. And that's where you have to kind of step in and not just like, oh, they're going to call me when it's ready. Something could be happening over there at that doctor's office. My file could be sitting on somebody's desk under some piece of paper that no one's noticing. And it could be months until actually someone does. And so you got to go advocate for your, yourself. you got to like bring attention back to you. Ask the questions, as I said. Do the things, follow up. If they're saying there's like a long waiting list for you to see that mental health practitioner, please, please, please be the squeaky wheel. Be, you know, check in on the regular. Don't let waiting be the thing that kills you. Because I know so many stories of, you know, we were supposed to go and have this test and this follow up and then by time it actually happens, you know, oh my goodness. Like, the results are in, and this devastating news is happening, right? I am on a six, every sixth month, I go in for ultrasounds and checks as it relates to my breast health because, you know, there's something that, that's there and that they're seeing and they're, we're watching, and is it moving, is it growing? And, you know, if I put a kind of notice in my calendar, if the doctor's office hasn't called me in six months, I'm going to be calling them. You really need to be making sure you're not waiting for other people as it relates to your health. You gotta be the person. You gotta actively be involved in your own recovery or in your own progression as it relates to things for your health. We experienced the same thing when we were going through fertility and it was, you know, I had to wait months and months and months to have surgery, which I know that there was a waiting list and I got that. And I was just very fortunate that, you know, I was able to have my surgery four months ahead of when I was supposed to because somebody canceled. And I was the, I was that person with my doctor. I'm like, I will take any, any date, <laughs> any date. If there is any opening ahead of that other, you know, deadline or date that I'm currently scheduled for, I will take it. Give it to me. I will be ready at a moment's notice. And I was very grateful and fortunate that a cancellation did happen and I was actually able to move up my surgery by four months. And so, yeah, that's that's the space that I, I'm begging everyone to not be waiting for other people to act or do anything as, as it relates to your health. Get up, you know, have this have this episode today be your reminder to call your doctor's office or follow up with that specialist or whatever it is who you 
been like, oh my goodness, yes, it's been a while, and I haven't heard from them. Use today's episode as your reminder to go and pick up the phone and call them and advocate for yourself and stop waiting for, for anyone else to make those life, life-altering life actions for you. Because let me tell you, friends, you don't want to wait. The sooner you find out, the sooner you have knowledge, the sooner you can do things about it. And if you're waiting because you're fearful of the answers, oh, that's another thing. That's a whole other episode for another day. But not knowing isn't going to (laughs) help. So go get those answers. Go figure it out. Go advocate for yourself and, and get somebody to tell you all the things that you need to know about as it relates to your health. Okay, so have I encouraged you to get up off your butt today and do some action and to move and to follow up with people and ask, ask the questions and investigate and actively wait instead of patiently wait. I hope so, because waiting is such a exhausting exercise. And that's, that's the funny thing about waiting. It feels as though waiting shouldn't take a lot of energy because you're just waiting. But really, waiting is so much energy. And so I want to invite you guys to put that energy towards actively waiting instead of just waiting. (laughs) Being patient, of course, patiently waiting for something to happen and having faith that it's going to be done, absolutely, for sure. But in those in-between moments, please, 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 action. Action is a cure that is the only cure to waiting because waiting is stagnant and action is moving and moving is always 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 better than doing nothing action is always better than doing nothing so thank you so much for joining me for this quick conversation and story about patience and waiting i know i feel so much better i'm actually jazzed up right now i'm gonna go and do a whole bunch of things that you know are on my on my wait list i'm no longer gonna be waiting i'm gonna go and do some things today and this week as it relates to conversations that i just need to have or follow-ups just to make myself feel better to say i followed up with this situation the time the ultimate timing may be out of my hands but i'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that i get an answer as soon as possible as it relates to my own health, my own wealth, my own life, my own progress. Do not wait for others, my friends. And most importantly, don't wait until you're ready. Just go and do the thing. Do it scared, do it unprepared. I promise you, you will feel so much better if you just stop waiting. Okay, that is it for me. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode and we will see you next week for another episode of I Just Blank. Now what? Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank Now What? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.